What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek, and welcome to Pretty Dece, your weekly show about movies, comics, games, and all the pop culture in between. This is Pretty Dece Season 2, Episode 10, for the week of December 9th, 2019. And of course, if you don't keep up with my uh, Twitter feed, you've probably been wondering where Pretty Dece has gone. It's been a few weeks since we've had an episode, and that's because in the time that we've been away... Uh, we have had a baby girl. We, we have a child now. My, my first child has been born. So that's been a, uh, uh, a big, huge monumental life event as you, as you can probably imagine. Uh, but also a really, really fun one. And, um, it's been, it's been a lot to learn and a lot to figure out And it is, it is morphed and changed our entire lives. And we are absolutely positively smitten with her and it's amazing so took some time away from the show to kind of just figure out life with a newborn and figure out how um all of that worked and we're still figuring it out we're still doing it um but i think i've transitioned into dadhood uh quite effectively i think i've gotten pretty good at at changing diapers thus far with a lot more to learn um so Pretty Dece is continuing. We are back now, getting back into the swing of things. I'm sure probably with a lot more topics, uh, you know, about about parenting and about fatherhood going forward as we figure out and as I personally figure out how to incorporate the pop culture and entertainment and movies and video games that I love into her life and figuring out what's appropriate and what's not appropriate and navigating all those waters that I've never really had to think about before. So... That's something you could expect probably on the far horizon there of, of Pretty Dece as we go forward. But nonetheless, Pretty Dece here is back. We have a lot of that fun entertainment news to talk about. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. We've known Wonder Woman 1984 was coming for quite some time. Of course, that's the sequel to the Wonder Woman film starring Gal Gadot, directed by Patty Jenkins. This sequel will also be directed by Patty Jenkins. And, of course, the one thing we know about this film is that it's set in 1984. And the trailer for it just dropped. Now, you can say what you will about DC's superhero films. They they definitely are more varied in quality than the Marvel films. It's not all nonstop hits. There's some ups and downs. But one thing that I really love about the DC films is that they're willing to take chances. They're willing to do very interesting things with their movies. And uh, ad- admittedly, to, to varying degrees of success. But Wonder Woman, the original film was a pretty straight-ahead superhero film, and I think that's why a lot of people liked it. It was a really fantastic origin story for the character, and it was, you know, pretty much hit the numbers of what you would expect from a superhero film. The sequel here, however, seems to be taking things in quite a different direction, and that direction is mainly due to the setting of 1984. As you can tell from the title, the movie is set in 1984. I didn't really realize until watching this trailer how much that setting, the 80s, 
would matter for this film. And it, clearly from this two-minute trailer, it matters a lot. Uh, everything from the music, which is done absolutely beautifully. They take some 80s tracks and, and start out initially sounding like a, a track straight out of the 80s, turn it into kind of an orchestral-sounding score, back to the original, and then kind of morph it into coming out of a beatbox in the scene itself. Wonderfully, masterfully done. Everything from that, the music there to the the visual, the cars you see, like the visuals as, as cars are driving around, the outfits, and the, the, the key piece of this trailer, straight out of the 80s, a multi-story massive shopping mall. Nothing screams 80s like a shopping mall. And Stranger Things Season 3 played that up uh, to a great degree. And Wonder Woman 1984 clearly is going to be doing the same thing. In this trailer, the, the juxtaposition of the classical superhero, shiny, heroic superhero, not in your normal settings, you know, not on a jet, not in a military base, not in some uh, secret fortress deep within a mountain, but standing in a, a commercialized, fluorescent, lit shopping mall is a super fascinating juxtaposition, and one that I'm really excited about this movie exploring. I'm not sure how much time in the movie will actually be spent in a shopping mall, what'll be going down, but I really like that kind of that's the direction that they're going with that. Because even if you tell a very straight-up superhero story, telling it here in the 80s is something we haven't seen before, and it's going to make this film feel different, kind of despite what the plot has going on. So I definitely have a lot of faith in the plot, so, I, you know, I think this movie is going to be really, really cool, and I think that the setting of 1984 is going to help that along to a, a great degree. Also, part of the trailer that just screams 1980s is the main villain. We don't know much about him yet, but he's quintessential 80s. He's the clearly the uh, rich corporate bad guy. He looks like he's just a moment away from just throwing his head back and just cackling in, in pure evil. Uh, so I'm excited to find out more about him. It's going to be really great to take him down. He seems like if you said, <clears throat> make me the perfect 1980s villain, just just mash up everything you know about 80s movies, merge them all together, he seems like what you would get, which I think is is pretty pretty hilarious. Now, Kristen Wiig is in this movie. She plays Cheetah. We don't get a ton from her in the trailer. We see her, of course, but not as Cheetah. Um, so excited to see more about her and kind of if she has a costume, what it looks like, and kind of diving into all of that. And also in this trailer, we see Chris Pine, who plays Steve Trevor. Now, you might remember, spoiler alert from the first film, Steve Trevor dies in that first movie. So seeing him here and having him featured very prominently in the trailer for, for, for this film is pretty interesting. So they're going to have to justify somehow how Steve Trevor not only didn't die, but has now transported himself to the future without aging. So, who knows what's actually going to be happening with that. And honestly, the big Steve Trevor question is going to be maybe my one question mark about this film. Uh, obviously, I'm excited to see Chris Pine. He's a fantastic actor, and he was great in the first movie. 
and his juxtaposition with Gal Gadot was really, really great. Those two played off each other super well. But I hope that it's not just a cheap reason if we wanted to bring Chris Pine back for this new film. This Steve Trevor character, by the way, my wife insists is Captain America, despite all evidence to the contrary. Despite the fact that he never wears a Captain America costume, despite the fact that his name is not Steve Rogers, and despite the fact that this is DC and not Marvel, she won't take no for an answer, this is Captain America. And the fact that he's potentially been frozen or something like that, and now is a man out of time in the future, just like Captain America, certainly isn't going to be helping my case. Nonetheless, I, I am excited to have him back, and, and I think it could set up for some really cool plot points, and obviously him being in the 80s and not understanding any of it, as we saw, see in the trailer, is going to be a pretty fun aspect to the film. I just hope that it's justified, and I just hope that there are plot reasons that he's here, rather than just kind of wanting him to still be in the film franchise. So that's really my only main question mark, but I am... Uh, super, super excited to see more about this film, to find out more. And honestly, I, I can't wait to see it. And we do have to wait, unfortunately, until next year, but hopefully it'll come quicker than, uh, than, than we realize. Because on June 5th, 2020, that is when Wonder Woman 1984 will be released. So we now know that Ghostbusters Afterlife is the name of the Ghostbusters sequel coming out in 2020. That is being directed by Jason Reitman, who's the son of Ivan Reitman, who directed the original Ghostbusters films. And this movie is has been pitched up until now as the kind of true third Ghostbusters film. Really a follow-up to the first two. And now we get the name Ghostbusters Afterlife, and the first trailer for the film just dropped. And it is kind of terrifying to me just how perfect this trailer is um it is it, tonally it's not what i expected the the premise the story that we know from kind of the first reveals of what's going on in this movie we have a single mother and her kids phoebe and trevor they are they moved to a farmhouse in oklahoma and they, this farmhouse was left to them by their grandfather. And the house and the property, the barn and stuff, are filled with his old property. Turns out, in the course of the trailer, we find out that the grandfather is none other than Egon Spangler, the Ghostbuster, the famous Ghostbuster. And more interesting than, than that, this trailer set 30 years after the, uh, the, the, the Ghostbusters kind of saga ended with Ghostbusters 2, 30 years have passed in, in real time. So the Ghostbusters are a thing of the past. In the movie, of course, the Ghostbusters, they, they franchised. They, they became this big, huge thing. Ghosts became real in the world of Ghostbusters. This is a world that accepted the reality of ghosts and has moved on. And, and no ghosts have been sighted for 30 years. They kind of put Ghostbusters to bed and kind of moved on. So the Ghostbusters in the movie world here are this like relic of the 80s. And and Paul Rudd's character, who seems like he's a school teacher, um, kind of, you know, th has like nostalgia for Ghostbusters. He sees a ghost trap and he calls it like a, a replica. It's like, oh, that's really cool. Like he's like nerding out about this Ghostbusters stuff. 
but it's real <laughs> they're they're like referencing of course these real events in their world and i think that's such a cool world to explore like th- that's something i hadn't really considered to this point it's a world post ghostbusters that has to li- had to have lived through all of that ghost logic and they slimer is a thing that the world knows exists and this seems perfect you know to have the uh, the the one Ghostbuster who is no longer with us as far as the actors go, to have the kids be a descendant of uh, of O Spengler is really, really cool, and it's going to be awesome to see these kids pick up the reins of Ghostbusters. And the, the trailer, we don't get to see a ton of it, them driving around the Ecto-1 and stuff like that, but it seems like they're going to have the same reverence for the kind of taking it seriously but not super seriously that the original Ghostbusters did. It's going to be fun, but they're not going to poke fun at their concept, which I think is very, very important. Overall, I'm just really, really pumped and really, really excited about this movie. It definitely is not what I expected this trailer to be like. It definitely starts out kind of a lot more serious. It feels a little bit, this is a weird reference, but it feels a little bit like the rebooted Power Rangers film, where it's based on something that you know very well, but it feels kind of fresh and new and a little bit darker than the, the thing that you're than you, that, that you're picturing. Now, hopefully, it's a slightly better movie than the Power Rangers film was. Not that I didn't like that Power Rangers reboot, but I'm I'm hoping for a real masterpiece here in Ghostbusters Afterlife. They have a lot to live up to. Those first two Ghostbusters films are fantastic, and you know, oftentimes a, a reboot like this, uh, a sequel so much later down the road, is really the kiss of death, and and it it can be very groan worthy, can be a terrible idea. Look at Indiana Jones, but it seems like they're at least on the right foot. They're not trying to bring back the Ghostbusters as you know them. They are treating it as if it is this thing of reverence in their world, which it is, and building on that legacy, which is why the name Ghostbusters Afterlife is kind of so cool. So I really hope that the rest of the movie can pull that off. The the trailer thus far definitely, definitely seems to. So I cannot wait to see more trailers, more footage, more stills, and finally to see this movie. It comes out July 10th, 2020. And finally this week to wrap up our uh, week of, of movie trailer news, let's discuss the trailer for Free Guy. It came out uh, from 20th Century Fox, came out this uh, past weekend. This is an interesting one. So if you aren't aware, if you haven't seen the trailer, Free Guy is a movie starring Ryan Reynolds. And the plot is essentially that Ryan Reynolds is an NPC in a video game, a non-player character. So while the player characters are running around with guns and shooting everyone and doing insane things that you would do in a video game, Ryan Reynolds is one of the characters going about his day. He's walking to and from home and, and his, his, his workplace. He's at work. He's just a bank teller doing his job. He's a generic citizen. Sometimes he gets run over by the player characters who are who are just uh, 
you know, driving their cars along the sidewalks and, and mowing down pedestrians. Some, sometimes he gets shot. Uh, sometimes he gets hit in the face. And he just does it again and again and again because it's his job. And then one day he decides, you know what, I'm going to fight back. And he fights back against the player character. He puts on his glasses. He realizes he's in a game. He starts seeing the heads-up display that all the players see. And hijinks ensue from there. From the trailer alone, this definitely seems like one of those I'm trapped in a video game movies that I think is going to work better than, than ones we've seen before. Certainly the, the the trailer is very funny. They are pulling a lot of cool, like like very smart kind of video game references about how video game worlds work and about what you see in video games and what you do in those games that I think is is clever. My main concern is that can this premise last longer than just the length of a trailer? Once he figures out he's he's an NPC, once he figures out he's going to fight back against the system, what does the movie become then? Does it just, just become kind of a weird, lame, no-stakes action film because it's all a video game and no one can actually die? Um, or does it still have heart? Does it still have an interesting thing to say? And does it still make good video game references? Can Can that kind of stretch throughout the course of the film? I don't really know the answer to that because this is such a weird, bizarre premise for a movie. But but they certainly have me really intrigued. I'm really excited to see more. And Ryan Reynolds, I don't really care what he's in. I can I can stare at him and laugh at him for two hours, kind of no matter what. So if you're gonna pick someone to to put in your uh, weird kind of out there concept of a movie, he's definitely the person to go go with. Um, but you know, I'm really excited to kind of see what they do, see how they go, and to see if a movie that's based on essentially a Grand Theft Auto non-player character can can have legs, can, can last for a, a full length of a film. So, Free Guy uh, comes out July 30th, 2020. And that's gonna do it for Pretty Dece for today. Thank you very much for joining me. Happy to be uh, returned here into the podcast seat and excited to talk about the uh, the trio of trailers that we discussed on the show today. Wonder Woman 1984 looks really awesome. Super excited to see the direction they're going and the 80s setting there. Of course, Ghostbusters Afterlife, I am, am holding my breath in anticipation for. I want that movie to be good so, so badly. And our first look at it certainly seems pretty good to me. And then, of course, we have Free Guy, which is a super unique concept that I'm really, really excited to see where it can go and see if they can pull off the promise that the first three minutes shows us. So lots of exciting stuff in terms of movies uh, over the next year. You know, 2020 is shaping up to be a really exciting year for film. I hope the same is true for video games and and comics and television and all of the other pop culture that we talk about here on the show. And speaking of 2020, 2019 here is coming to an end. And of course, with that, we think about the past year. We think about the good stuff that we watched, the good stuff that we played, 
the good stuff that we saw, that we read, that we listened to. If you're out there and you have a top 10 list uh, of anything, movies, comics, games, music, anything along those lines, uh, let me know. I'd love to hear your list. I'd love to hear your reasoning for your list. And I would love to share that list on an upcoming episode of Pretty Dece. So you can find me on Twitter and send those lists there at Pretty Dece Show. Um, hit me up. I would love, love, love to feature your content here on the show, talk through your list, and, and uh, just really kind of get more of an insight into the stuff you guys liked from this past year. So once again, that's going to do it for Pretty Dece. If you like the show and you want to hear more and hear all the past episodes, head over to the website, prettydeeshow.com. As I mentioned, I'm on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Show. <laughs>